Warrior fam, how are you? Oh my gosh, you have no idea how excited I am to be here with you. I don't even know if you noticed this, but I took just a little bit of time of podcasting to rest, to regroup, to focus my energy in on all of the moving parts that are happening over at Warrior Woman headquarters from the new merch, what? To the in-person events, to the mastermind group that I'm working with right now, which is full of just the most epic women you could even possibly know. I'm sure I'll get to introduce you to them pretty soon. And also the retreat, the Warrior Women Wellness Retreat that's coming up in March. So many things to look forward to. And that being said, I just needed a second (laughs) to like be human, you know, and what I love about this community is that y'all support me so much and I just can't thank you enough for riding with me through all of it. I didn't know how this was going to look. I wanted it to be, you know, amazing. I wanted it to be perfect. And I, to be honest, kind of put a lot of pressure on myself to really like deliver so much value to you because I just care so much about your growth and you believing in yourself so much that I just wanted to give you all of it. And in turn, you know, I realized that I was, you know, kind of really forgetting what the intention was in trying to just like put out so much content And this is just me being like fully transparent with you. So that's why I reeled it in for a second. And I'm like, you know what? What are we doing this for, right? Like, what's the goal here? And just to lift the curtain for me, I all I care about is for you to listen to this podcast and honestly see these people and hear these stories and just know what is possible for you. The way we're doing it around here is that we're committed to honestly sharing the the deep stuff you know that Scorpio stuff you know what I mean that's why I'm so excited for this episode that you're about to tap into right now because my guest today is just one of the most inspiring women that I have ever met in my entire life she is a yoga teacher but not just any yoga teacher let me just be clear She facilitates yoga teacher trainings and she supports yoga teachers in getting themselves out there in sharing their gifts and sharing the medicine and honestly just supporting them through all of the hard stuff that space holders go through and really honestly laying new templates for yoga. And to me, this is super important because I've had great experiences in yoga and then I've had not so great experiences in yoga. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today and just how important it is as a space holder to be trauma informed and what that even means and what it looks like. And, you know, just all of the things that I wish a, a teacher or a space holder taught to me is what we'll be diving into today in the podcast. So I'm super stoked to introduce you to Taylor Ray. I'm just ready for you to tap into this epic conversation. So shall we dive in? Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats 
internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker and author, but most importantly, human on a journey just like you are. And together we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential and bet on yourself so you can uplevel your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Welcome back, everyone. Today's conversation I am super stoked about because I am joined by my good friend, Taylor Ray. You might know her as Taylor Ray Yoga on Instagram, or you may have seen one of her many living and flow creations online. And honestly, the fact that I haven't had her on the podcast is a little weird. I was just telling her about that. Like, how is this, you know, episode 31 and we haven't had you on yet? But here we are, and it's perfect timing, and I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Taylor, if you could just give, let's just give everyone a glimpse of who you are today, and then we'll dive into the actual story in a second. But I just want to introduce you in the right way. And so just share with everybody what you're up to right now and um, what you've got going on that you would like people to know about. Okay, thanks, Candy. I'm stoked to be here. And it is kind of crazy that now is the time, but it's also not because it's perfect. So thanks for having me. Okay, I don't even know where to begin, but I will start with what I do now. So what I do now looks a lot different than what I did a year ago, six months ago even. And who I am today is I, I love yoga. I'm a yoga teacher. But now I'm like, my passion and my jam is to teach yoga teachers. So that is all the work I'm doing. And it was about six months ago that I actually made like a really conscious decision to let go of teaching like the everyday yoga student and to only focus on yoga teachers. So once I made that decision is when all this energy came through to just like go full force into helping yoga teachers grow and find their voice because I struggled tremendously finding my voice as a new yoga teacher nine years ago. So I love doing that because not only do I now, like how I used to only be the person that was like impacting my students' lives, but now I get to work with yoga teachers and then they go out and impact all their students' lives. So that's yes. work today. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I love, I feel like I knew you like right as you were making, or I met you right when you were making that transition. And I really understand what you mean by like the ripple effect when you start to lead the leaders or empower the leaders, because that's when it's like the juicy stuff. Right. And I think people forget how much they need it the most. Like these are the people who are going to be holding space for others. They truly 
need that support and they need that guidance and they need someone to look at and be like, Hey, I get you. I know exactly what you're going through and I totally get it. And this is how it's supposed to feel. And here's how you can get through that. And I think that's one of the most inspiring things about you, Taylor, is that, you know, you, you not only hold space for these yoga teachers, but you also, you know, facilitate your yoga teacher trainings and, and certify a bunch of new yoga teachers. And I think, you know, if I can say this, Yoga has changed my life and you all listening, you probably know this. Um, it, to me just became, you know, started as a physical practice as it does for most and, you know, a, a new way to just like be physically fit. And it quickly turned into one of the most transformative, you know, any like way more than any personal development program I've ever gone through. It just became one of, you know, that, that space for me to grow and that space for me to expand. And so the fact that, you know, you're, you're serving yoga teachers and you're, you're certifying yoga teachers is just one of the most epic things. Now, I know that there's more to the inspiration for you. I know you said, yes, you struggled with your voice, finding your voice as a yoga teacher for a while, but I know there's more to it than that. And I would love if we can dive into what really inspired you to um, hold this space for, especially for new yoga teachers. Yeah. So how to start with this okay so my story goes way back and i'll keep it short but like i'll start with the nitty-gritty and that begins when i was a teenager and i found yoga at 15 years old during addiction when i was really depressed and i had no confidence in who i was i didn't know how to handle myself my emotions my trauma i didn't even know i was experiencing trauma until many years later looking back. But at that time I self-medicated with drugs to escape my reality, to escape my feelings. And then I remember trying to, wanting to live a healthier lifestyle and it wasn't that simple, but I remember stepping into my very first yoga class at 15. And I took the class and it was incredible. Everyone was happy, the music was like, so loud like sweat was everywhere and all I knew was like I felt really good without getting high mm -hmm. and that was the first time that I just felt good without self-medicating and I knew something was there but I didn't understand what was happening all I knew was like I liked it and I wanted to go back so I remember continuing my yoga journey and my struggle with addiction for many many years and wavering between both worlds where I would try to stop partying and doing drugs. So I would do a ton of yoga or I would like give up on yoga and go back to that lifestyle of drugs and partying. And I struggled with that for many years up until I was 21. And I actually got sober at 21. So a little bit opposite of what a lot of people do, but I went through my first um, 200 hour yoga teacher training program. And this was actually when I was 19, when I went through it. So I wasn't, I was sober, but I did have a relapse right after that. But I went through my first program and I was terrified, terrified. I was so scared of like being seen, of putting myself out there, of learning something new. And really I was just afraid of failing and being rejected and not being good enough. And I didn't understand that 
I had to feel the fear and still do it anyways. So my fear was so strong that I actually let it like consume me and paralyze me to the point of quitting teaching and I relapsed. And that was like a few more years of like this crazy journey with that until I really got sober. And that was the last time. And I'll be celebrating nine years in January. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let's like not skip past that part at all. Congratulations, Taylor. You are such an inspiration, like to be truly honest with you. Like I've heard this story, I don't know, a handful of times now, you know, with our work together. And, and, you know, this is like our, I think our third interview that we've done. And every single time I'm just so inspired by you and blown away because I really know what that's like to feel so much fear of being rejected, of being seen. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you totally feel it too. And that's why you're here listening to this, right? To just like know that, you know, we get it and that that we go through it too. I think sometimes we can forget that the people we look up to also have fears and also are human and also have their own stuff that they get to work through. So thank you so much for, you know, even being willing to just dive into this story and, and to share about it. And so from there, you know, I know you said you relapsed um, after and, you know, kind of, and then, and then you went to um, a center, right? Can you talk about that journey? Yeah, absolutely. So after my first program I went through, I relapsed. And I know now that I relapsed due to the fear that I had about teaching yoga. Like it was so terrifying that I couldn't handle it. So I relapsed and I used to escape it. Um, And I was in like a four month relapse until I decided that I needed help and I needed it. Like I needed a team. And so I went to treatment in Utah my mom was amazing and supported me through it. And it was like the best thing ever. And I was the one person out of like the 25 people who was so in it. Cause I was so ready and I was already open to doing a lot of like personal development work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I was kind of like the nerdy one that was like, yeah, let's dive in. Like, I love therapy. And like, no one else was excited. Like I was, they were like, oh, we hate this. Let's dive deep. Like, this is good. But it was the best thing I've ever done. And it was from that point that I really stayed sober. And then I went through another 200 hour program because I realized that I needed to work through my fear and not just like give up on it. So I decided I committed to myself three years later that I was going to do whatever it takes to pursue my dreams. And my dreams Mm. were to share and teach yoga. Mm. I went through another program. I gained more confidence, more skills. And then I just realized, like, I have to work through, I have to literally step into my fear because I used to think if I was afraid, that means I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I started to like build this muscle up. That like, Mm -hmm. oh, feel the fear and do it. Continue Mm -hmm. to step into that. And then since I did that, I haven't looked back. It's been Mm -hmm. seven years of teaching full time. Yeah. And it 
it kind of becomes this like, oh, you know, if that's, if you, if you're afraid in that way, then that's probably where you get to go to grow. Like, right. I, I think for me, if I'm, you know, cause I've been hosting retreats and I know you have for, you know, some years now. And when I first hosted my first retreat, I was the same, like super terrified, like I have no idea what I'm doing. Who am I to even be doing this? Oh my gosh. What if nobody comes all this stuff. And now I don't, I can say like, I don't have those same thoughts. I, I still feel jitters. I still feel the excitement, the anxiousness, but now like, for example, this podcast, right. When I first thought of starting this podcast, I was like, oh yeah, no, like mm, maybe not <laughs> because it was so, it was such a big next level for me. And that's the same with writing my book and all this other stuff that I'm, I'm doing now, like pressing forward. And so it kind of becomes that like, oh, <laughs> like, okay, I know this feeling very well now. And that probably means that there's something here for me that's going to cause me to grow and, and to, to go to that next level. And also, yeah, to practice that courage muscle like you said yeah and it's like I same thing like I look at fear now as like a guide because mm -hmm. if what I want to create or like I have an idea and it scares the shit out of me but it's mm -hmm. in that good way like my intuition's like oh here we go <laughs> and but then my ego wants to keep me safe like mm -hmm. now we know what that's like so we can see it easier Mm -hmm. And now I know, okay, no, I really have to do that because that's where the growth is. That's, that's me aligning with my path and my purpose. Right. Uh, so good. So now you're facilitating yoga teacher trainings and all of that. And, and you teach a very specific form of yoga, which is, I know you talk about trauma informed yoga, mm -hmm. and I really want to talk about how kind of important this is because, um, I don't hear enough people talking about it. Let, let me just be straight up in that aspect. And I've gone to so many yoga classes and I myself have experienced, um, you know, where teachers are more conscious and they are more, um, I'll say like understanding and compassionate of what their students might be experiencing. And then I've had people who are very ego driven, um, who, who have, who I've participated in a class with. And I remember, um, you know, I'll share this story of participating in a class I got invited to by my sister, love her to death. And she is such a raving fan of this, uh, this particular yoga studio and this particular teacher, because he pushes her uh, like, you know, and she, and she kind of likes that drive, right. She kind of likes that physical, you know, that, that like sweat, like, I want to be dripping by the end of this. I want to be pushed to like my next level. And a lot of people like that. Mm -hmm. And if you do, and if that's your jam, cool, you mm -hmm. know, N no judgment to you. For me, I thought I liked that until he, um, had like had done an adjustment on me and it was too far. And I, um, I was hurting for like weeks after that. And I remember being like, man, why didn't I say anything? Like, why didn't I speak up and say, okay, Hey, that's too much. Like, all right, chill. But you know, he's just, he's so used to doing this on his yoga students. It was my first time entering his class. So he just assumed like, yeah, no, like you're Jackie's sister. You probably like this just as much, you know? And I just was like, man, I really didn't like that. And, and like, I thought like, man, what if like, I, 
you know, had a trauma in that area? Like, what if I had something that, you know, was like, you know, what would that have been like for me? If he, if he would have done that, you know, and I had something come up for me, like what, you know, like just thinking about how dangerous it could have been. And I don't think enough people really talk about this part. So I would really love it if you can explain it in the best way that you know how to, like, what is trauma in informed yoga? And why do you think it's so important to even be trauma informed in anything that you do? Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sharing that story and experience because it's so common and it shouldn't be though. Yeah. Right. Like that's the thing. So trauma Trauma, everyone has experienced trauma, period. Every single person has experienced some form of trauma in their lives, Mm. which means if everyone's experienced it, then all of our yoga students, all the people that come to a yoga class are showing up with some type of trauma in their system, in their nervous system, whether they remember it or not. So to be a trauma-informed yoga teacher is to just understand that we all show up with some type of trauma and also understand how everyone's nervous system is different and regulates itself in a different way. Mm. So when we look at trauma-informed yoga, we look at it from just understanding humans, period. And we understand that if there's a class of 20 people, we're going to have a mix of 20 different types of people in our class. And they're all going to need something different. So you can't try to put everyone in the same, in the same box, in the same postures, in the same practice, in the same language. Mm -hmm. So it's understanding that everyone's different and we want to respect that. And we want to invite people to actually become their own teacher versus listen to us as like, we have the answers for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I really love that. So there's a lot of different ways that like a yoga teacher can teach trauma-informed. And you can teach trauma-informed in like a public setting, like the class you went to. And that will look a little bit different than teaching in maybe like a treatment center or Mm -hmm. eating disorder recovery center or for homelessness, right? So each sensitive population will all need something different, Um, maybe in a prison, right? So like understanding that there's certain sensitive populations that have typically experienced some similar type of trauma, that could be sexual trauma as well. So there's gonna be certain things that you do or you don't do in how you teach and share yoga. And then if you're teaching in a public setting, like the class you went to, Mm -hmm. that would look more of like this overall understanding with using really inclusive language. What kind of verbal cues is the teacher using? Does it separate and create this, um, this sense, this feeling that students might feel like they're beginner or advanced. So like using language, like here's the beginner version. And if you can't Mm -hmm. do the advanced version, then choose this one versus what I do and like teach in a trauma-informed way would be to invite students to listen to what their body wants to explore right now. You can Mm -hmm. choose this option or this option. So, and that gives you this inner guidance to follow what feels best for you. 
Right. And there's not so much pressure too in that aspect, because of course myself and, and just growing up as an athlete, I was always taught to, um, to strive to that next level. Right. And so it's like, oh, here's the, if it, if it's like this, oh, here's the beginner, here's the advance. I'm like, oh, I want to try that one. Even if I am a beginner, I'm like, oh no, I want to do that. Whatever that is. I want to do that. Like whatever the, the hardest thing is, I want to do that. Or at least that's how I used to show up to it. And so I can now see how, like, if a yoga teacher would be like, what, what feels good right now? Like do what, what your body's guiding you to do right now. Now there's this like permission gate open to just like do what feels good to you right now. Yes. And that's one of the biggest things that people experiencing trauma, especially so like you might have gone through trauma in your past, but you might not be in like a traumatic state right now. But some people that are like suffering from PTSD or they're getting triggered really easily, mm-hmm. they're going to need, they, they really need to learn how to give themselves permission mm-hmm. because they most, most likely have been listening to someone else telling them what to do, how to think, don't do this, do this. Maybe they've been in the sexual trauma or sexual mm-hmm. abuse and they've just been forced So they've lost this sense of choice for themselves. So that's where like giving options and letting people choose and saying, you can try this or this, like either one is perfect. Mm. And that builds that up for them. And then they take that off the mat into their life. Mm. That's amazing. Uh, I'm so happy there's someone like you out there that's teaching this to other yoga instructors. Now, you know, kind of shifting into that, the yoga teacher training that you offer. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Because I've seen you rock in this for for some years now and just like all the new yoga teachers that come out of this and they're so stoked, they're ready, they're excited. And it's just so beautiful to see you, you know, running these groups. And I know it's looked a little differently this year because of everything, but nonetheless, it's still been so epic to see this happening. And so can you tell me a little bit more about the yoga teacher training? Um, and maybe even like what your favorite part about it is and And is there anything that makes it super challenging for you that you maybe wish didn't exist about the whole process? You know, I really would love to hear about that because I know this is like the heart of what you do in Living in Flow. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So I run three different yoga teacher training programs. One is the main, that's the 200 hour yoga teacher training. And that's what anyone needs to take to become a certified yoga teacher. And that's the big program. And then I do also, I'll come back to that in a minute, but I do also have continuing education yoga teacher training programs that are just like weekend immersions. And I have a trauma-informed yoga teacher training. So that's really digging into that world specifically. And then a restorative yoga teacher training. And that's adding another modality, another style, more skills for teachers to teach another practice. So the 200 hour yoga teacher training is incredible. I love it. Um, We it's a vinyasa flow based, but it's really the main thing is being able to translate to everyone that takes the training, how to teach yoga to everybody, how to teach to all levels, how to make yoga accessible 
So you're not only teaching this like one style only that if you can't do it, sorry, you can't do it. Right. Right. So that doesn't feel good for anyone. If they can't achieve something in class, then they'll never go back. Right. So many people think that yoga looks one way only, or you need to have a certain body type to practice yoga. And I really want to smash all those beliefs. Mm. And that's what I do in the training is first, let's smash it with all the teachers in training. So then they can go out and smash it with their communities. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we dive into everything and I really do see it as such a balanced program because it's super practical. Like you said, the teachers are ready to teach when they graduate which a lot of programs don't prep you for that, which blows my mind. (laughs) That's so true. And I know this to be true because I've actually worked with so many yoga teachers who, who can't like, who literally like couldn't at at the very beginning of us working together, could not teach a class like confidently at all. No, like they couldn't even go and teach a class. Like I had a yoga or yoga student who was looking for help in her business. And she was just like, I, I literally haven't gotten certified yet. Like I've taken the training, but I just am putting off like getting the actual, yeah. yeah, because I just like, I don't want to do it. I'm scared. You know, ultimately like it, it kind of came off as like certain stories at first, but ultimately came down to, I'm just really scared. And so the fact that, yeah, that, that I know this to be true. You guys too. I've met so many people who have gone through, you might even be listening to this and have gone through yoga teacher training yourself. And you probably like, yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so common. Like that was me also as a new teacher. So like, I personally have experienced it and I have mentored so many new teachers and I have people go through my program as their second one because they never felt ready you know, like I did, like I went through two and it's, it's okay to do that. It's absolutely okay. And I want to just say that if anyone listening has gone through one and you feel like you really want to do this, but you're not ready, go through a second one. It's okay. Like do whatever it takes. Right. Right. So that is something that's really great about the program. Super practical. Like you will be ready to teach because I make sure of it. Like I'm there to watch you grow into that and hold your hands as long as you meet me halfway mm-hmm. and then the other thing that's really great is like it's like a life school program it's so, <laughs> like I I have to just be honest like it's that. so much more than a yoga teacher training experience mm-hmm. because we do so much self-reflection and living yoga off the mat And taking these practices home into your life, your relationships, looking at yourself. And really the teacher training is like one of the best mirrors for you to look at yourself, your shit, your insecurities, Mm -hmm. your fears, and then work through it in the program. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. It's <laughs> of course that would be your favorite part, Taylor. Ray. I'm like, uh, that's the part that I'm like, uh, no, I love it. You guys know, I love some deep warrior work. I'm but, all um, going deep. Like that's my motto is like, we're going to dig it out and work through it. Yeah. And, and that's so valuable in so many ways. I can see how that, that would be valuable for someone who doesn't even want to teach yoga, but like wants to go through the training because yeah. you know, you want to deepen your own practice. Totally. And not everyone ends up teaching. It's about half and half. 
some yeah. people just for their own personal growth. And it's awesome. Yeah. That is so amazing too. It's just like, okay, no. Yeah. I, you know, I want to grow myself. It seems like it'd be such a good space to do that. And, and I think there's something about having like a safe and supportive environment that, you know, you're not going to be judged. There's going to be no repercussions. Like you're going to be able to, you know, um, share maybe what you've always wanted to share that you've never felt safe enough to in a group of people who are going to love on you, who are going to support you and who are just, you know, who you just get to know on such a deep level. I feel like every time I meet, you know, um, yoga teachers, they're like, they're like good friends with the people they went through training with because of how much work that you do together. And it's, I know it's the same with the retreats that we host and everything like that. It's like you bond on such a deep level because, you know, you go through all of that and it's, it's so beautiful. Absolutely. That's also one of my favorite parts is to see the relationships, the community piece. Mm. Some people show up to the program alone in life, lonely, and they leave with best friends that Mm. see them and love them for who they are. And so it's, it's so beautiful to see that happen. Yeah, totally. What do you think has been the hardest part about it? Like, or, or about business in general? Um, you know, what, what would you, cause I know everyone listening, you know, they're up to big things. Maybe they're thinking about starting a business or, or maybe they've started one. They're just wanting to grow it, but they might be, you know, dealing with a little bit of struggles. Like, what would you say is like, so some of the hardest things you deal with as a leader on a day-to-day basis, or, or even, or even just sometimes that comes up and, you know, how, in what ways have you worked through those things? I'd say one of the biggest struggles for me is letting go of control of like Mm. being the only one to do things in my business. So I've really been shifting and pivoting in delegating and hiring help. I do have a team of teachers for my program and the current group I'm leading right now, this is the first group that I've actually started to not show up when the other teachers they're teaching which is huge Mm, for me because I like that's me trusting like they have this I don't need to be there I can take time for self-care because I'm doing a lot like I run a lot and not only one program like I'm always in creation I'm always building my business so starting to say like it's okay for me to not have to be there all the time and to trust that I do have a really awesome team and to lean on them and to ask for help Mm -hmm. and to hire and to delegate and to trust my investment into paying someone to help me. Cause that was a big, a big hurdle too. Yeah, totally. It was one of the hardest things. Like hiring someone was like one of the hardest things. Cause I'm like, no, yeah, you can give them stuff to do because that's why you hired them in the first place. And it's like, no, but I don't know if I can give them this one thing or like, you know, it's that really, yeah, expands like your level of trust and, and also like your, it, uh, your level of receiving, like your ability to receive that support and help, which I know a lot of people, I mean, if you're anything like me, you struggle with, right? But it really teach. It's like such a big lesson. I love it. That's one of my favorite lessons so far in business is like being able to delegate and hire out for certain things. And it's just been, it's been such a journey for sure. It's, it's sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll just do it myself. Like, and I'm like, no, send it to her. Like, get it off your plate, you know. So I like constantly have to like check myself with that. 
Totally. Totally. It's, uh, it's definitely one of the best lessons and you learn so much about yourself, but then when you can start to build a team of your own, it starts to become not just your vision, you know, it's our vision now, like we're all in this together. And it also, I think it, it kind of holds you to a certain level too. Like you can't back out now because now you have a whole team, like, uh, now you have, you can't just go run and hide and like turn everything off. Like you get to, you know, you get to really step up in your leadership. And so I can totally relate to that for sure. Um, I know, I know you host retreats as well. Now this year you were going to be in Peru, but because of everything and all the circumstances you've postponed it till next year, right? That's 2021. Uh, yeah. I postponed it for exactly a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping everything's cool and we can still go, but like, I don't know, we won't really know until we're closer. Right. Yeah, totally. But tell me a little bit about your retreats. Cause they're not just any like yoga retreat. Um, not that any yoga retreat is like bad. I think every, every retreat is like a good experience. Like you'll get something out of it. Um, but, um, you also, it's a, it's a service-based yoga retreat and you go to different locations every time you host one. So I know last year, uh, weren't you in Bali last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah Cause we were there together. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, uh, you've traveled to multiple places. So, um, tell me about what inspired like the service based part of the yoga retreat. So the Peru one's actually our first service based one. And Mm. the reason why is, I mean, it's been awesome. Like leading these really cool retreats around the world. Um, we do a lot of mindfulness, a lot of self inquiry. Like I talked about earlier, like I like to go deep. So we always do. Yeah. But when I was traveling around, you know, we would also after the retreat go and volunteer. So my now ex fiance, Tommy and I used to go and travel around together and we would end up doing volunteer work and we loved it. And that was sometimes like the most meaningful, impactful thing that we experienced in that place. So that's when I started to get the idea of like, like this is where like I'm growing like a shit ton in this experience. So I want to marry this with the retreats. I want the, the guests to have this experience. Mm. So that's where I got the inspiration, the idea, and that's living yoga. Like mm. I talk about all the time, yoga is not only on the mat stepping onto your yoga mat is like the smallest amount of yoga like someone can do not that it's small it's yeah. it's the gateway into this whole world and it's amazing and it's perfect and there's a lot more behind what yoga really is mm-hmm. and so when we can show up and serve and give and connect to different communities in the world that opens our hearts and our minds up in ways we've never experienced Right. Totally. Yeah. There's a difference between like practicing yoga on your mat and then practicing yoga in life. And I think that's to me where it resonated the most. And that's how it's changed my life because I realized like, oh, okay, it's not just this like one hour out of the day where I'm practicing like this type of uh, mentality, this type of like peace, you know, you're, you're taking that out into the world and you're doing your warrior work with that. And um, I think that's the most beautiful thing about, you know, what the way you teach yoga, because I know there's tons of different ways to teach it. And, you know, what works for everyone, like what works for you is fine. 
but for me yeah I like to go deep too you guys know I'm a Scorpio so I'm like (laughs) of course you are of course you're Scorpio squad (laughs) what what's up what day are you um November 12th oh I'm the 17th yeah what the heck that's of of course you're I think I even said that I don't I feel like I did if not I definitely thought it when I saw your birthday coming come up I was like of course Taylor's Scorpio like I should have known she's so cool you have to be a Scorpio if you're this cool yeah (laughs) not okay maybe I'm a little biased you guys but come on like I I agree I agree with you so (laughs) all our Scorpios listening are like yay all like the Gemini's like whatever leave us out (laughs) yeah oh my gosh um so yeah the last thing I really wanted to talk about um yeah we we talking about a lot of good stuff I can't believe we haven't even been on this long but the last thing I I really wanted um to talk to you about is just like what advice would you have for for the woman that's like either just starting like she's got this goal to be of service to others she knows that she has a gift or multiple gifts to to be able to serve others with and you know she maybe just can't seem to like get in get out of her own way like you know just go for it or or maybe like she's been doing this and she's like really ready to up level and grow and like expand into that next level like you have with with this work that you're doing from from you know yoga teacher to yoga teacher's teacher you know um you know what advice would you would you share with the people that are listening now yeah great question so for me it always comes back to fear really so Mm -hmm. I know so many people do what I did in the start and that's I feel afraid so I'm not going to do something Mm -hmm. and you let the fear paralyze you and stop you and hold you back and now it's starting to shift and saying oh I'm afraid well maybe having a conversation with your fear what am I afraid of what's under this Am I afraid of being rejected? Am I afraid of being seen? Am I afraid of failing? Am I afraid of losing money? So then you look underneath the fear because there's always something under it. And then when you can just recognize it for what it is and stop creating a story around it, and then you just say, okay, like I'm afraid that I'm going to fail if I launch this program Mm. or I'm afraid that no one's going to show up. Well, are you just going to let your fear of being afraid that no one shows up keep you from trying? Because that sucks to not even try. It's Mm. like the worst feeling ever because you're capable of so much and we are meant to expand. We are meant to grow, but we have to actually do the hard work to get there. And Mm. it sucks. So I'm like, get my advice is like, it actually sucks sometimes. Like the feeling of expansion, like hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can feel it. So to actually just say like, okay, like I'm in it and it's messy and it's vulnerable and I'm scared as shit, but like I'm showing up. So my advice is to keep showing up, feel the fear, befriend your fear, make space for it. And you're never going to be perfect. Cause if you mm. wait till you feel ready and perfect, you'll wait forever. Yeah, like literally forever. And I I love kind of what you brought up there is like not only, you know, have developing this relationship with the fear and what it's going to teach you and how what it's going to show you, but also like understanding like there's an actual cost, you know, when you're not 
pressing forward when you're not facing that, when you're not, um, be, you know, choosing courage. And that's the part that's like, that sucks. Like when you, when you said like that, it like, just like not even trying, like that's what sucks. And to be honest, yeah, I, I told myself, like so many people ask me, like, how'd you get the confidence to like step into this work as a coach, as a leader? And I was just like, well, you know, like, why not? (laughs) Like the worst case scenario was that like I failed. Okay. Yeah. My ego is hurt or whatever else, but at least I end up right. Like, um, knowing what could have been possible, you know, and there's always a benefit. There's never like, even if I have like a quote unquote on paper, like failure, there's still like, I became a whole new person in the process. Right. And so there's never an actual like fail for those of you that are actually afraid of failure. Like I hate to break it to you, but you like never actually fail. You, you either win or you learn. And that's the truth. Like, you know, um, even if for whatever reason, warrior woman, which is like the silliest thing, cause they know it would ever ha- it would never happen. But if warrior women were to like everything were to tank tomorrow and like, there's nobody that's interested in this work anymore. My business fails, blah, blah, blah. Like I am one of the most amazing, like I've grown into one of the most amazing women that I could have never even imagined possible just a few years back. And so the fact that, you know, like it's worth it, you know, I, and that's what I heard in what you shared Taylor is like, yeah, not only to like befriend that fear, but just to know like, yes, it's worth it to face it and keep pressing forward. So thank you so much for sharing that. What do you have coming up? Do you have a YTT coming up in the, in yeah, I do. so I've got my next local in person in Phoenix is mm. March 1st. And about like end of April is when I'm going to have my very first online 200 hour yoga teacher training all online. So if you don't live in Phoenix, you can join. Yes. I'll be launched in January. And then if you're already a yoga teacher, I have um, an online trauma informed yoga teacher training coming up in February. Mm. And there's more. (laughs) There's always more, right? Um, restorative yoga teacher training in April. So all the things I have so many things happening. (laughs) Yeah. Which is amazing. And I'm so grateful that you are having all of these amazing things coming up for everybody listening. Um, jump on this, like, seriously, like, don't think twice, just go to the website and like, where, where can people get access to that and learn more? Yeah. So my website is taylorrayyoga.com. On Instagram, same thing, Taylor underscore Ray Yoga. And then also live in in flow on Instagram. And if you are a yoga teacher, I do have a podcast for yoga teachers called Yoga Teacher Circle. And I cover everything possible that a yoga teacher goes through or needs to learn or just have a conversation or have support and community. Mm, yes. So jump on it. Everyone listening, you guys, I cannot recommend this like woman enough. She has inspired me so much and she is a real one. Like you guys heard it yourself. She's a Scorpio. So that should be enough to just have you click on those links. Okay. So we'll drop, we'll drop those in the show notes. Taylor, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Honestly, it was so exciting 
to just see you on my calendar for, for today. And just to know that I was going to get to share you with everyone in this community. And yeah, I just can't thank you enough, not only for being here, but for the work that you're doing in the world. It's honestly, it's so epic. And I'm so happy there are women like you out there doing dis warrior work. Thank you, Candy. I appreciate you so much. Like, I love talking to you. You're awesome. I love what you do. And this is our third interview. I'm like, I am stoked. This is actually like, no offense to anyone else. Like the most stoked <laughs> I've been to be on a podcast. It's like, I love talking to you specifically. So thank yeah. you for having me on. You can say it. I'm the best interview in, you interviewer really in the world. <laughs> you really are. You kill it. So it's well, great. Yeah, I was telling everybody, and this is kind of the last thing I'll say, I was telling everybody the reason why I wasn't even saying the reason why I'm so good, but I'll say it now. The reason why I'm so good at this is because I am genuinely like so curious and I'm genuinely like so into the person that I'm, that I'm bringing you guys. Like, I don't just bring you anybody just because like, I am so inspired by these people. You guys have no idea. And so like when I'm over here, like fangirling over them, it's just no, it's real life fangirling. It's not like for show just to like, you know, have this, have this podcast. It's like the reason why I even did this is because I have so many people in my life who I am so inspired by. And so it makes it a breeze like this, having conversations like this, honestly, is like my excitement of the week. Not that I don't love coaching, but you know, yeah. podcasting is just like such a fun project for me. So everyone listening, thanks so much for listening. Thank you for joining us again i'm so excited that you're here with us and you know let us let us know what you think maybe even drop a review i know i say that in my outro but you know if you haven't already that would be so awesome that way we get the word out to more people and yeah just you know check out taylor's pages check out her stuff that she has coming up and we'll catch you on the next episode bye everyone Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite Words of a Warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.